0: good evening good morning good morning good afternoon whatever time it is welcome to the show my name is daniel Dua. this is conversation with daniel Dua, and tonight i'm just gonna get right to it because i'm really really excited this is one of the most fun conversations i've ever had we laughed through it all let me let me just introduce you already to my guest tonight her name is Ninke nasirian i hope i got that right because i'm struggling with that name you know i struggle with, with names and certain words characteristics is one of them and in true character the Syrian is uh, from the Netherlands her father is from Tanzania and there's all that mix and she is a soprano and classical music performer she's done a lot of projects already uh, but her notable projects are three albums Toto Masai and Mzungu I'm gonna be leaving links so that you can go and get her music and also if you're in Europe if you're in the Netherlands whatever place she's playing please check her calendar also link that if you can join her that would be really really great in the meantime I want to really get this conversation because it's really 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 awesome and I want to thank you for joining me and joining Nazarene tonight on conversation with Daniel Dua. Thank you for being here. Let's get to it already. Enjoy. Hello.
1: Hey. Hi. Hi, doing? Nice to see you finally. I think you've muted something. I can't hear you that's a great start (laughs) hello now i can hear you okay yeah uh for some reason i have notifications which is strange i never had notifications at all so let me just turn those off please it's very strange i never have any notifications (laughs) because my 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 do not disturb is always on always always so i'm wondering how these are coming on okay and the network can go off and on sometimes it's um it's not a perfect world for some reason yeah <laughs> so hi how you doing nice to meet you
2: yes nice to meet
1: you too sorry about the confusion i mean
2: uh, no for me i was also thinking like I, i've just been in africa but i i just mixed it up like plus two or minus two and i don't know
1: <laughs> but, but I, I think it was my fault because I'm going to be very honest. I haven't slept in four days. Uh, Last night I was editing until today in the morning, and then I had to attend a conference. So it's my fault. I mean, Ah. I I never mix up times.
2: I always do, so I thought it was
1: my fault. (laughs) You you know, one thing I always tell people is I've never met a person who's missed their exams or missed a flight. Never met a person like that. So, yeah. (laughs) Nice to meet you. You're so cheerful. Thank you. That's a good thing. Nice. Thank you. Oh, by the way, before we start, how do you say your name? Ninka. Nien- Ninka.
2: Ninka. Ninka Nasiriam.
1: Okay. Uh, there is no way I can say that. Do you have a nickname?
2: And Nasiriam? Does Nas- that
1: work? Nasiriam. My My pronunciation is horrible.
2: I oh, that's Okay.
1: That's, that's why I do podcasts, uh, I, mean, I get a chance to talk. Because when I was a, ch- uh, as a child, I could not talk for the longest time. Ah,
2: okay, okay.
1: So I learned talking, mimicking television, and then talking to others. Ah, adults. yeah. Yeah, so, so that's how oh, I... that's
2: really nice. is yeah. it uh, a good way?
1: Yeah, I didn't have a choice. So Nazari, Ninka, Ninka, Okay, uh, if, if, if I practice long enough, I can I, I can do this because I was in ready for a while. So, I mean, <laughs> you, you learn to do it. I know most yes. people find this extremely difficult and, and, and scary because they're like, how will I just talk to a stranger about what exactly? Send me notes. Like, I like the way you just jumped in, the way I jump in. And <laughs>
2: yeah. I think we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens.
1: Yeah. So now that I cannot speak, well, that's one of the mo- most difficult things. What's one of the most difficult things for you to to do or not to do? Let's say
2: a difficult thing to do. Hmm. I guess there are many things, but I'm I'm not thinking what it is. I don't
1: know. No, you can't come up with one right now.
2: <laughs> no, I don't
1: know. That's a, that's a good thing because I feel like your life is full of stuff. Yeah. Probably we just start with that introduction. You know, let's get to know you a little bit.
2: I am Ninka Seriam. I am uh, 28 years old. I, I I live in the Netherlands. My father is from Tanzania. I have a lot of brothers and sisters there. In Holland, I have one sister. I'm a singer, a classical singer, so that's my job. I love to be connected with people and to, on stage, to feel the connection with the audience. I love stories, personal stories. I love food. I love dancing. I think that's it.
1: <laughs> oh, and traveling, and traveling. And traveling, yes. yeah, because I met you in travel, so it is that.
2: Definitely, traveling as well.
1: Were you born in the Netherlands or you born in Tanzania?
2: Born in the Netherlands. After two months, uh, after I was two months old, we went to Tanzania and I uh, stayed there until I was two. And then I grew up in the Netherlands.
1: So your study is not as good as mine?
2: Yes, I don't. I I can only say Habari nzuri, uh, like the the basic stuff. But <laughs> wow. not much.
1: Why Why did you go back to the Netherlands uh, at a, such a young age? Because you you came from the Netherlands, went to Tanzania, and then you had to go back.
2: My mom, um, she worked as a doctor in Tanzania, and then it was difficult. Uh, the relationship with my father was difficult, and um, her work. I don't know, there was something with her employee, and it was also difficult. So then she decided to, to go back to the Netherlands.
1: Is that to... a very difficult part to, to think about, and, or, or you don't have memory of that?
2: No, I don't have memory. I did... can't remember a thing. No.
1: Sorry. Did, uh, there's a delay in the line, so it might seem like I'm talking over you. I'm sorry about that. So did you, did you get to know your father?
2: Mm -hmm. Not really. I I have met him like um, a few times when I was nine. It was the first time I I went back to Tanzania uh, with my mom, Um, but only for a holiday because I was at school. So only a few weeks we were were there. And then after when I was 18, uh, then my sister from Holland, she... Was there as well with my mom, so the three of us were there. I went by my uh, with a friend of me when I was 23, and then with my boyfriend when I was 24, and then now in January that my father was passed passed away. So, so sorry <laughs> about this. Thank you. Yeah,
1: yeah. sorry about this. It, it's difficult not having a dad in in, in your life in that way. But then there's those people who say it helps your creative process like you you have to take that somewhere and and you're a classical singer, so mm-hmm. is there a relationship? do you think there's a relationship there between not knowing your dad as a young kid and becoming a singer eventually because your mom is a doctor right
2: yeah 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 um I don't know <laughs> <laughs> i think um I think the the uh, musicality do you say it like that Like the, I thought that you know, a little bit from my mom but I thought a lot of it also from my father I think mm-hmm. the storytelling is also a part of Tanzania a part of the Maasai mm-hmm. I use the material like I use the the story and the, um, in my singing but also in my theater making to tell a story about my life yeah, it's challenging. Right? What's the Maasai connection? My father
1: was Maasai. Oh, he was Maasai.
2: Yeah.
1: That's that's a bit like story, you know. To make a great movie. Uh, and yes. A, a Dutch <laughs> woman meets a Maasai. A Dutch doctor woman meets a Maasai man.
2: Yes.
1: And they make you.
2: Yeah. Wow. And they met at an airport. Yeah. So that's also kind of a film setting. <laughs> So, my mom was waiting for my grandparents. They were visiting, and my father was there going on a business trip or something. And then they they both had a delay. So, my mother was kind of stressed, and my father was just chilling and waiting. And then they met each other and were talking and made it like a strange, fake appointment. Let's meet two weeks. And then it happened like it's there at the same time. And That's then great. they started dating.
1: Wow, amazing! That, that's very 1960 movies,
2: you yes, know, I know, Casablanca
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's meet at this. Okay, they didn't have mobile phones, so you had to make. Yeah,
2: no, they to- really had to be there. Yeah, yeah
1: you know. Well, <laughs> so, mobile phones like spoiled dating, so
2: you know. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so my question would be: whose character have you taken? I mean, have you taken your dad's patient or your mom's? Uh, Worries at uh, that airport scene. They say,
2: mm, I can be kind of stressed, but I also can be very relaxed. So it's 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 really an in between thing. I try to be more peaceful than stressed out, but uh, occasionally it's still I'm still like if I'm busy or I don't know when there's too much on my plate going on. Then I'm I yeah I really need to keep breathing. <laughs> Let's say. So a little bit of both.
1: Oh amazing. Wow, amazing. Uh, as I grow older I'm learning to be calm and just like like calm and, and just chill. Yeah. When I was growing up, everybody was leaving the country and I decided to stay to create entertainment and technology, that kind of thing. And I felt like you have to do stuff all the time. You know, calming is really difficult. Just chilling really, really difficult.
2: Yes. Yeah, I, I really I totally agree with you. <laughs> And how did you become
1: a singer, though? I'm still wondering about that.
2: Yeah, when I was a child, I went to a choir. So there was a, um, a church choir. I don't know. I think I was eight years old or something like that, around that. And then my uh, grandfather, the, the father of my mother, he played the clarinet. This was, it was black colored with silver. Um, you
1: played a clarinet as a child? Yes. Because your grandfather played it.
2: Yeah, and I, I could choose between a clarinet and a flute, like yes, a flute yes. and the clarinet. But because my f- uh, grandfather played it, I thought, that would be nice, And he can teach me a little bit, and we can um, – and it was also the, – the, with the flute, I couldn't have any sound. And with the clarinet, the first lesson, I could have sound. So I thought, okay, mm-hmm. this is for me. <laughs> wow. And, and it was a
1: great bonding moment with your grandfather also.
2: Yes, yes. So it was like a perfect, perfect instrument. And then um, I had lessons till I was 18, I think. And when I was uh, 15, I started with singing lessons because I wanted to play in musicals, musical theatre. But my... My singing teacher, he, I had first a singing teacher and I did a little bit of jazz and then I had a different singing teacher. Then I did a little bit of pop music. But then I got a new teacher and he was from the classical school. And then the singing as well, I liked that a lot. And I decided to, to continue with classical singing from, yeah, so I think I'm from 17 or something.
1: What is classical singing exactly? Like classical music?
2: Yeah, classical music. Ideally, it's without a mic. Mm.
1: You need to have a mic.
2: Yes, opera, yeah.
1: So, my question is you're 17 years old and you're singing opera. I'm assuming kids your age are singing pop music. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And how did you deal with that?
2: I don't know. I I just liked it. I think also because when I started a conservatory, I was. Nineteen, I think, and and then you have a lot of people in your class that are doing the same thing. So that is really nice and really um, yeah a good environment to develop the voice.
1: You seem to really like community, and, and and you you had that bonding moment with your grandfather, and then now with you you bonded with your community, and you didn't look outwards. Is, is that what keeps you focused, even even the, then and now? let's say.
2: Yes, I think I think music is just a good way to bond with people, because it's like a universal language. language. It's it's above language. Sometimes you sing in a language, of course, but it's it's above that because you get. So easily to the emotion and to the yeah to the connection. It's just, I I I don't know I I just like it and and especially when you're on stage. Now I had a project with uh, children, and they react so I don't know how to say so like spontaneous and so enthusiastic. And also when they don't like it, they just say I don't like it. And, but they are really like committed with the story. And they are really in the story, and that was really nice to. Experience. Yeah,
1: they become part of uh, like part of your process, and you're discovering together, kind of like what we're doing right now, we're, yeah. we're just having a conversation.
2: Yeah, a conversation. Yes, yeah. yeah. And you react to each other, and you get energized by each other, and it's really, yeah. That's I think that you are creating something in the moment. I think that's the the nicest thing to do. <laughs> yeah. the nicest thing to do in the world <laughs>
1: yeah. I personally think music is very very spiritual like, like that's mm-hmm. the connection Like, it, you say it's above language it, it has this thing that you can't touch I, I, I feel very I feel sorry for people who've never had a relationship with any type of music like it doesn't yeah. matter what you listen to because yes. once you have that feeling you have that connection nobody can take it away whether you're sad, happy, whatever it is, yeah. So you're seventeen years old. You're you're at the conservatoire. You are playing with with a community now. What happens next from there?
2: It was in six years of seven years, kind of, that I uh, was at uh, school, and then. In 2018, I started working kind of, uh, yeah, in the music. Music, like, trying to work, I have little uh, concerts, uh, projects. And and that's still continuing to, um, to perform. And, of course, now with COVID, it was really difficult yeah. because all the theaters were closed and it was just not possible. And I think, like, it's yeah for everyone it was of course a uh, a real really um difficult time and now but now uh, in holland now i think uh one week or something the theaters are open again so that's really really nice yes and um it's it's living and we can can perform we can uh, be on stage again so that's really nice yeah, but it's really like, I think in music or in, in, in as an artist, as an entertainer, you always have like the, sometimes it's really busy, sometimes you have nothing to do. And then it, it's like, uh, how do you say this? Like, thing like right? so. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like um, all or nothing.
1: The Afro-Nomani used to say, it's all has or nothing. Yeah. There's, there's no in between, there's no, there's oh, we no. Gotta be good.
2: It's not like it's not a really structured like nine to five job. Like uh, it's 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 just busy or not busy, and I think sometimes that could be, can be challenging. But I also like it because I I like the that you don't have that it, it can't be really boring. You understand? It's it's yeah. not really yeah. possible to be boring. and exactly. Like that.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally understand. You you get so happy when you talk about music. Have <laughs> you ever done anything else? Like uh, because you're so passionate. Like wh- you, you talk about pandemic like this, and then you talk about oh you know how we're performing again. You get really really excited, yeah. <laughs> as if the first time you heard such to your grandfather or being at the conservatoire. This is your passion, right?
2: Yes, definitely. Yeah, I try to study every day to improve my classical singing. And of course, it's not always happening. Like sometimes. Uh, I I forget to study art, but I try to study every day, and it can be very uh, annoying if you think it's too slow. It gets too slow to a certain level, or if it's if I'm kind of a perfectionist and really critical of myself, so it can be really uh, lonely in a way. And then it's really nice to get, get like the the applause, the like the people that are saying, "Oh, it's nice," uh, and that's really of difficult to say it in English. The, say
1: it in Dutch. We can translate.
2: Yeah, opladen. You can charge. You can charge, and you can have like a few weeks again of hard studying and working and a bit difficult, and then but then you get the applause again, and then you think, "Yes, that's where I do it." So when there was no no performing, I thought, why am I doing this? I don't like this. I, I got a little bit in a negative vibe because I, I didn't give the appreciation to myself. So it was also really a learning moment that I need to be less critical.
1: Or it could be you lost your community because with your grandfather, you you had a community at the school with your mom. You're locked down, but now there's Mm -hmm. no performance, so you feel pulled in. Yes. Uh, Now that you you spoke about that, you, you just reminded me of high performance rally drivers, engineers, and Nobel Prize winners, they do it every day. When I was 13 years old, I discovered this, and I started writing poetry every day. I didn't know what poetry was, but I wrote every day. Would you say that for you to be the person you are, you have to be very critical. applause that you get on stage is the most human thing that you get. And if you didn't have that, then it becomes a a big problem. Would you say that?
2: Yeah, a little bit. But but it's also, I think, a way – to improve, like if you're critical, it's good because then if everything is always good, then you have nothing to learn. Yeah. So it, it can be meaningful in a way it can can help you to get to a certain goal. Mm. But you have to be kind as well and you have to be soft for yourself as well, because otherwise you can't. Continue like if you are always if you are always really strict and really tough and there to be more then it's not possible to continue and you have to have a certain and at least in classical music, you really have to i think the, your whole life you have to keep studying it's never finished, so you have to find a way that you can. Keep it going until the end. <laughs>
1: yeah. So w- w- one or two things. The first one is you are one half of two. So you're, you're Dutch, but you're also Tanzania. And you've been to Tanzania, it's very... We, we can call it calm. In Canada, we call it very slow, you know, because we're like, mm-hmm. okay, why does everything take forever to be there? Why are people like, why, why is everybody in my business? Why, why are they all saying hello to me? In Nairobi, we're we are very friendly, but stay out of my business, you know? So <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing the Dutch in you. Why is the, okay, the laughter is very Tanzania, by the way. Why yeah. is the Tanzania yeah. in you? But,
2: but, but sir, sorry, what was the last thing you
1: said? Why is the Tanzanian in you?
2: Yes, I think it's um, still a search because I grew up in a um, white family. My mom was white. Her husband, her new husband, was also white, and my sister. And also in like in Limburg, it's in the south of Holland. So it was like the whole ar- area like was really white, which is not a problem. But it's it's I I think it's uh, really a search to to nourish. I will call it the black side of me because that's also what you're saying. I'm half half of or both both. Like I have two things that I have to nourish and have to yeah. It it needs to be in balance. So I think the white side <laughs> was kind of big nourished, like it was a very fat Child, let's say, <laughs> and the the black side was was is is still like needs to be more developed, I think, and I try to do that with dancing and with uh listening to African music There's any music to but also just uh talk with my family of course and but it's really a way of living that i and and also to to keep. What you were saying, like the slowness to reflect more and be more calm, and I think that's a way, but I'm still searching and finding it out because I'm not sure mm. what it is.
1: Yeah. Uh, the strangest thing, and, and you might not believe me, is when I saw you in a Maasai attire, you didn't look <laughs> like a tourist. You look like you knew what you're doing. So it's either <laughs> you or the ancestors. I, I mean, I saw you in, in those attires and you belonged.
2: Yes, I think my family is really welcoming, and I feel, in a way, one of them, but in a, also, in a way, not at all one of them, because they can jump. When I'm jumping, it's nothing. <laughs> I find it difficult, because I feel like in Holland, sometimes, yeah, I, I think I belong in Holland, but sometimes I can be a little bit of an outsider. And in, in Tanzania, I feel the same thing. Like, I, I can't speak the language, so that's difficult. I feel love. But I also feel like, uh, I feel rich in a way. In Holland, I'm not rich, but (laughs) but for my family in Tanzania, I am. It can be difficult. But it's also richness.
1: I like the way you, you try to be very Dutch, but then also very Tanzanian diplomatic. Identity is difficult. I mean, just being a kid is difficult. But then also, for me, the way I look at it is you get the best of both sides and you get to cherry pick. That's true. Yeah.
2: That's a nice thing, to how uh, to uh, think about it. Mm.
1: Because obviously, yeah. can get to the negative and it becomes very difficult, especially if you're always the other. Because if you live yeah. in a community and you feel, either they make you feel like the other or you feel like the other, you know, as humans, we have insecurities naturally, mm-hmm. so feeling mm-hmm. like that, really you don't have to try really hard. I am taking it from you. Classical music is very structured. I mean, I, I've seen classical fans who, yeah. if you play the note a bit lower or longer or shorter, it, it's a fight. The world is so, <laughs> It So it's yeah. too rigid. You know what I mean? I, I prefer jazz and improvising because, like, this conversation, I don't know where it's going to go, but I know it's going to – get great stuff, hopefully, or hopefully Mm -hmm. I'm going to walk away knowing something I didn't know before.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, there is a freedom that is uncertain, and that's the nicest thing about it. Mm -hmm. And in in classical music, it's really like nothing. If you are too free, it's wrong. (laughs) Yeah, that's
1: true. In, in fact, I remember not so long ago let us say if you're an African or you're an African descent, you could not do it. Everybody asks why is she singing that, or do you think it's opening up? Would you say it's opening up the 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 biggest classic artists are still the same so mm-hmm. are you are you opening up the the session for everybody else?
2: Yes, I try to and I think it's necessary as well because is kind of old (laughs) and uh, grey hair, hair. there needs to be a way to find new audience because they have not the eternal life, of course. But I think it's also happening a lot already. So um, there are new pieces, new composed classical pieces, and there are festivals to create new material. Yes, I think it's it's happening, but uh, I think it's also still an, a long, a long way to go anyway.
1: Do you do new material? Do you, do you do your own new material?
2: Yes, 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 yes. In my last two performances, I worked with a composer. Mzungu is the name of my second uh, <laughs> second piece. My my dad wrote a book, and there were all Maasai blessings inside. So I took pieces of those blessings and with the composer we made them um, classical so the text is maasai because i i can speak maasai of course so my brother was talking like the the text and then we tried to make it like a uh, longer nose and um so i think when i was sing my New composed pieces in my style. Like, I, I don't think they can really understand the thing what I'm saying, <laughs> but it is really based on their traditional music. So that's interesting. And with my last piece, Mototo. I use songs of jazz musicians like uh, uh, Nina Simone, oh, um, Anna James, Ella Fitzgerald. I took a few songs of them, kept the text, the lyrics, and then. Also transformed it in a electronical, classical kind of new, new song. <laughs> yeah, so I try to uh, create new things.
1: You took all the great icons, and oh, by the way, were there only women that you chose? Why did you choose yeah. the classical iconic women? And Mostly African Americans
2: because I love the music that was really the part to nourish the black side. There was also a African lady,
1: Miriam Makeba. Yes, yes, yes. Miriam.
2: yes, Kilimanjaro was the song. Yeah, I don't know why those were only women. Hmm. I think just because I like the music, maybe because I am a woman. I don't perhaps, know, perhaps,
1: <laughs> perhaps, but your many things. You know the funny thing is Mira Makeba's uh, most known song Malaika was written by a Kenyan.
2: No, I didn't
1: know that. And Akuna Matata was a tourism slogan back back in the day.
2: Akuna Matata? Yeah.
1: It, was a, yeah. it was it was a, it was a tourism slogan. But know, is it a Kenyan. Yeah, it was Kenyan before the world took it I, over.
2: Ah, I thought Tanzania.
1: A lot of Africans speak Swahili like like probably yeah. half of it, yeah. Yeah and Siri is secret in swahili Siri like the one on your phone yeah and safari the browser is just safari for swahili so there's a lot of kenyan influences in these things that's the same thing i'm seeing like when we were talking about you picking african american women and you might not have thought yeah. of it but you see the answers are going before you if i was yeah. joking about it
2: <laughs> yes yes it's true <laughs>
0: At this point we're going to take a slight break when we come back you're going to be joining me and ninke nazarian in conversation but right now i'd like to tell you about the new book that i just put out it's called road to mars Sabit. think about it like a road trip in picture form coffee table type of deal if you can when you can and you're on the browser go to amazon.com type daniel Dua daniel d-u-w-a you'll see the books out there you can support me that way and also if you're so inclined feel free to support this production in kind or in you know whichever you can find in your heart to support this work there are links beneath the show and also remember that uh, you can always google daniel duo daniel d-u-w-a daniel duo and support in our way. In the meantime, I'd like us to go back because this conversation is really, really awesome. Again, if you're enjoying it, let me know. I'm easy to find all the links are in the description box below.
1: years as a conservator, you start working in jazz, I'm assuming it it wasn't all smooth sailing, there were some challenges?
2: No, no, definitely, yeah, still, still there
1: What are those, uh, like, after the pandemic, before the pandemic, what what are the challenges, what are the challenges now, and probably, how are you dealing with those challenges?
2: I think, in a way, um, it's challenging that you are... (sighs) It feels like sometimes people decide your future because you have to audition, of course. Yeah, people are choosing if you are fitted for a for a role, for a part, or if if they think you are you are the one or you're not. When you get a lot of no's, yeah, you get insecure or you get to doubting yourself. What am I gonna do? Is this for me? Uh yeah, just the, the questions like can I do this? Blah 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 blah. That's challenging. And if you don't have a job for now, it's not steady. Yeah. You know, it's not steady, not a steady income, not a steady
1: job to do. Yeah, and the funds too. You never know how the funds are going to react.
2: No, no, no. So it's it's really uh, you you are dependent on a lot of things that are outside yourself. How do I work with that? Yeah, I think just to 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 keep to keep doing it and keep believing in myself and keep thinking like, okay, when it's it's my turn or when it's when the universe wants that I get this part, I will have it, you know. So I think a kind of a belief that it will work out in a way, but that can be challenging
1: thanks for opening up about that. what would be some of these roles that you really really dream of and, and really want and worked really hard for?
2: I find it difficult hmm. because i I don't really have like one big role that I definitely want to sing. I really like. The way it's going now, so I have a lot of different things to do, and so that's I I would like to play my own performances more, more regular, and that's I don't know that an agent helps me with selling selling my shows because it's that's also sometimes difficult to do as a starting artist to do everything yourself. Like you have to write a lot of emails and a lot of people, and you have to try to go and think, can you maybe maybe have a place, blah blah. blah. What was your question again? I mean,
1: I mean, you, you are you're on track because my question would be like, uh, like for instance, are there some places you'd want to play, some people you want to play yeah. with? Uh, but you yeah. said you really want to play your material too, and, yeah. and that's exciting for me because I find as an artist when you're starting out, when you need the most help is when you don't have any, you know, because you have to do everything. But then when you get to, like, a performing stage and you're not it now, you have all these people working with you. So yeah. you lose yourself very easily because you're so used to yeah. doing stuff. And then now you have nothing to do. You can't even write because people are writing for you. I've seen a lot True. of artists lose themselves that way.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really that's really the the paradox of... Being an artist, I think, in a way, yeah, to keep true to yourself. But but then in the end, you also want help. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's also, I think, sometimes when I get help, I, I think it's also it's difficult to let it go, like uh, to not hold it like, but I want to do this and this and this and this. And if someone said maybe you can do this, you think, okay, I have to trust this person that is helping me. Yeah. But he also knows what is a good a good direction or what is a good way to do things. I, I hope, like, um, for me, that the thing that I want to play in, that's the coolest thing, that it, it's not existing yet. So that it's, it still needs to be created and that it's, it would be a very cool project with new composed classical music that's not there already. But yeah. that's why you're an artist.
1: You can create. Yeah. Yourself.
2: Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, and and what what let's say in this perfect uh, composition and performance and and stage, let's say global stage, the whole world is watching, uh, and you bring the Dutchness, which we see as a structure. What would be the African things that you bring in, into this concert? Let's say you'd play, or you'd want to, or yeah.
2: Um, I think I like to challenge. If it would be possible to the audience. Is participated in the piece in a way because i think in uh in tanzania at least if you are singing it's always with everyone nobody is really watching it's just it's just the participation of the whole community and everyone is everyone is doing it everyone is dancing everyone is jumping everyone is singing and in holland of course you have to really divide from the stage and the audience so maybe maybe you could do something that the audience is sitting on the stage or that, that they have to do something. They have to sing as well. Mm. In Holland, it would be very scary for the audience.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the New jay project, an art installation, and he had people throwing words and he rapped to the words. The, the, the same thing you're saying, and it's so strange that you'd say this because it's, it's the essence of, mu- of African music. It's called, yeah. an, it's called call and response. In Africa, yeah. we don't sit. We, you call and respond. You say, hey, and then we say, hey, and then you say, yeah. hey, and then you, you know, it's, it's oneness. Yeah? It's like
2: a reaction on each other. And, and yes. in the Holland, it's nothing. It's like only when they, the end, yes. then they clap. <laughs> but,
1: but, but, <laughs> then, but then to be fair, it's cold, you know, and, and they took the land from the sea. They've already worked really hard. You know? yes. right, right now, I'm looking outside my window and it's pretty sunny and beautiful, so...
2: Ah, that's nice. The here is not at all, Yeah. So maybe that's
1: also different. Yeah. And bring the sun. Mm. I mean, if, if if you took your time to, to drive through the small, it's, it's only fair to sit and enjoy the concert because you don't know when it will happen again. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness, I'm gonna get in so much trouble. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I, I think call and response is the essence of music, and it's a very African thing. Even in churches, I, I remember when when I was a kid, uh, I wasn't big on church because it was just boring. It was all in Latin. Nobody understood. what. Wo- and then now they started dancing in, in churches, and it became a big problem. And now the whole world is copying the stuff. Look at the mega churches. Look at the concerts you know it's ah
2: yeah yeah
1: yeah so so i, I think you're very african you just uh, probably <laughs> haven't <laughs>
2: nice thank you you're welcome <laughs>
1: well, moving forward now moving forward what, what are you looking forward to in the next uh couple of months probably a year and a half something of that nature what and and before i even ask that you laugh a lot which is great what makes you so happy what makes you happy Ooh.
2: Um. What makes me so happy? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think what makes me so happy. Yeah. yeah I I think I'm really grateful that I can do what I like because that's a privilege, and I'm uh, aware of that. But sorry, and sorry. Let me let me let
1: me just confirm that. Yeah. If you work so really hard to get to where you are, is it still a privilege? I think you deserve to. It's not a privilege,
2: yeah. I guess. Yeah, but but, but I it's privilege
1: to do it. It's is privilege to do what you love. Yeah. Because, because nowadays people confuse that and say, oh, you're not worth your title because you're privileged. you doing what you want. But you've worked really hard. You, you've been wanting to do Yes, of course.
2: Yeah, I, yeah that's, that's definitely true. But I think if I see for my, my brothers and sisters in, in Tanzania, they have to work. And do things that they don't like, or it's difficult to find another way. I, I think they can, could couldn't be a singer. Yeah, you think they could?
1: I feel it's not it's not only a Tanzania or an African thing. I think it's a world thing. People are scared of getting out of their comfort zone for most people. Yeah. But then also there's the society expectation, even in your in your family in the in, in Holland or Dutch. I never know what to. Do. Yeah, so in your family in Holland, I'm guessing not all your siblings are musicians.
2: No, 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 no. No, of course.
1: No, it's true. It takes a kind of person, and sometimes it comes from a a place of heart, sometimes it comes from a place of pain. I don't think it comes from a place of happiness initially. You find happiness as you go with or you're just frustrated with everything and you try to ask everybody to do something and nobody does anything. So, like your perfect concert, imagine if you had a concert like that in Holland. Be amazing. So I feel like <laughs> it takes a lot of work. And, and I think we need to admit that because for you to get to this level of performance, you've done a lot. And we need to up yeah. to that. Yeah. That's also true. And also celebrate and listen to your new work and support the, that new work because we also sometimes we'll be like, do it the way it's been done over and over again. I, I mean, everywhere in the world, it's just difficult. Even in my country, in Kenya, for example, 25 years ago, you could not be a musician because people said you you are a crook or whatever it is. We we turned that around and now we have yeah. some of the best artists in the world. It's a lot of work, and, and you are a living example of this, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe that's 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 definitely not true. Mm. That cool. not that I'm the example, but more, more that is when you really want something, there was always a way possible to. To do it, I also agree with the being in a comfortable way, like when it's something is really scary, like you have the comfort and you have the scary part, and I think to grow, you really have to be lots of times in the scary, like in the insecure, you don't know how what it's gonna be if you are gonna like it or if you think ah. but it's it's like a discomfort kind of way, but then. The most beautiful, exciting creations are getting made. And I think to challenge yourself to be outside this comfort
1: zone—that's
2: yeah. indeed a way to have the the nicest life. And, and sometimes, if you do that, it can be terrible. Like uh, if you say, like after you're finished, you say, mm, "This was really—that's really sucked." But That is always better, I think. Like, my belief is it's better to do it, and then the result can be not great. But I've done it. So if you are living by the I'm just doing it and we'll see what happens kind of mode, I think that's indeed the nicest life. i hope i think (laughs) i I agree with
1: you and on difficult days or you know sometimes you get really happy and you feel like undeserving i always tell this to myself people like roses and roses grow from thorns.
2: yeah (laughs) yes yes that's nice like, if yeah, also with the seed and the plant, like, you have to put the seed in the ground, and you have to wait, and you have to nourish it, you have to water it, you have to, uh, I don't know, put on some um, bacterial things, like, that it can grow, but it takes time. When I'm impatient with myself, then I think, okay, okay, I'm just watering the plant. <laughs> I need to be patient, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. You have to keep that in mind. And I like the rose example as well. Like, you have the good days and the bad days, but in the end, you go to a certain place. Or you are there already. I don't know. Maybe that's also, like, today, everything is already good. I like that <clears throat> That kind of,
1: um,
2: I like that as well.
1: But there are a people who, when you look at them, you feel like they have the world in their hands. They're not the happiest people because what do I do now? You know what I mean? And, and speaking of plants, I'm seeing you have very healthy plants. Yeah,
2: And yeah, It's not only music.
1: You're watering them and you're giving them sunlight. I don't know where you're getting sunlight from. Uh, no. <laughs> how do you deal with the gloom over there? With the? With, with the weather. I mean, because you have not very sunny days, and that can get very gloomy quickly.
2: No. <laughs> how do I deal with it? I, I take vitamin D in the winter.
1: What does that do? Sorry.
2: Like the vitamin D you get from the sun. Yeah. But because there is no sun. He's
1: he's right there.
2: Yes, you have it, but I don't have it. So I have to take like a little box with pills. And then in the winter, I take a vitamin. Yes, really, it it helps. I need to take it.
1: (laughs) That is so weird. That's the weirdest thing I've ever had. You know.
2: know. (laughs) Yes. Like the sun helps also to be not (laughs) depressed. And then the vitamins are giving you the energy the sun gives you.
1: Okay, sure, let's move to Africa. You're African, let's move to Africa, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's a good
2: idea, mm. yeah.
1: One, one thing that uh, might be a bit sensitive, and I don't know if you want to put it out here. You spoke about your boyfriend. When did you meet yeah. him? How did you meet I don't know if you want to put that out. You don't have to. Um,
2: so. We are like a, a long time already together. When I was over, this year we are 10 years. Oh years together thank you thank you yes it's long yeah it's really really nice he is he has a stable a nine-to-five job and he is very structured <laughs> so it, i think it gives me rest like it's uh i'm a bit crazy i have to do this and then i have nothing and blah 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 and then like i have a little bit of unstructured life and he is like the balance and the steady and the rock in a way so that helps. And it's just nice. We have a lot of fun. It's funny because my family always asks, are you married yet? I'm like, no, I don't want to get married. And they're like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> they don't but, like it. but what <laughs> is marriage though? Because
1: if you're living with someone, do you need a piece of paper to say this is the personal no. choice?
2: No, that's why I don't I don't need it. I don't want it. I. I I'm good like it is right now
1: but the opposite of that is for legal reasons, you know, so there's also that I mean we have to acknowledge yeah. The both sides. yeah it's
2: true I think in Holland it's especially when you are getting children together, yeah. it's just easier like it's you have the love part of course, but you have also it's just easier because when something happens to you then you yeah it's it's just a legal thing indeed, yeah, but also that I don't have children, it's also. I now when I was in Tanzania, my sister said to me, um, you can have a baby for me if you want. <laughs> because she was, she was sad that I didn't have a child yet. But mm. you can have one of mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. oh, yeah, okay.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> no, thank you.
1: <laughs> wow, amazing, yeah? Yeah. yeah. But, but it's choices, right? It's choices and it living... I don't want to say your best life because it sounds like a cliche, but living the life that you, you're figuring out as you go, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there should be, this is where we do it. Because, I mean, those ways have it worked. So we need we need radical new ways, uh, different ways, say, not even new ways, because that whole system doesn't work, but we don't have the next system. So what do we do? We need to figure it out as we go.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah it's, yes. Yes,
2: true. And I think it's an exciting thing to just try to think, like, what do I want? And uh, not because my mom or father or my like my parents um, did think something in a certain way, so I have to do it also in that certain way. But that you keep asking yourself, what do I want? What is good for me? It's so normal to... In Holland, at least, it's so normal to, to work and then marry, marriage, then children, I don't know, a dog.
1: <laughs> and, and that's very Tanzanian, too, and, and very African, too, right? It's kind of the yeah. same
2: thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe it's with my families. So oh, everything is, like, like, a lot of my brothers and sisters already have children, and I am really old for them that I don't have any child already. So the question would be, if you look
1: outside of those villages, let's say, yeah? Like if you take mm-hmm. your family as a village or your your community as a village where you, where you grew up and look outward, you'll find a lot of people who still don't have kids. So because one of my mentors, she's seventy three and she's never had kids in her life. Yeah,
2: uh, that's true. And, and yeah. then
1: there there are other people who've had ten kids and they're okay. So there's something you said before. It's where the journey takes you, but you gotta lead the way somehow. You know, nobody comes knowing how to figure this stuff out, right?
2: No. Mm. Uh, my my boyfriend always wants to plan. Yeah. Like uh, and what is this? Blah, blah, blah. But I always think, yeah, but maybe maybe how you are planning it now it, it won't be possible because I don't know, uh, I don't know, it's it's just you can't you can plan things. Okay. Of course you can plan a little bit. But not for me I, I get if it's planned too much I get like Yeah. Sometimes I just want to be in the moment and feel what feels good today and not in a week. (laughs)
1: Mm. For me, I've been trying to find that balance because I'm very structured, but then I'm also not very structured. I'm structured in what I do and stuff. But then when it comes to this, you just trust the process in a way.
2: I totally uh, agree with that because you can't control. Like, I also want to – like, I want to – Know that something is going to work. I want to do it efficiently. I have that structural part power as well. But sometimes you also have to let go and think and trust that it will turn out okay. Because everything is a balance,
1: yeah. Mm. The other thing I'm discovering is, especially when stuff doesn't work, you get another chance to improve it. And when it works the first time, you learn nothing.
2: Yeah, yes. Yes, that's really true. Mm. The the discomfort part helps. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. helps the growing
1: yeah and and especially now that we are living in a world where people are feeling frustrated and suffocated you create very beautiful things that you put in the world i know it's unfair to ask but i'm just gonna ask anyway how how do you get three energies and as happy as you are and you know uh the Dutch structured girl but also the tanzanian girl who's happy and, and brilliant and you know just brings us yes. this, this happiness into the world.
2: How do we get that? From you. From me?
1: Like, from your view.
2: I think it's really personal, but for me, it really helps to write. Every morning, I try to write in my journal. I can be really in my head, and if I write, it's on the paper, so I don't have to think about it anymore. For me, it really helps. And I try to support, like, I try to find Things to get sporting and the meditation of yoga. For me, it works to be grounded in a way in the busyness of the life or something. But I think it's challenging to find the time to do those self care things because when I'm busy, I forget to write and then I get stressed and then I think, oh shit, I didn't write for like two weeks. And then I start writing again and then I feel better. So I know it helps, but you get like life gets sometimes in the way to balance that out and meeting with friends that helps for me Best advice <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah
1: do you think it's easier in holland or easier in in Tanzania to to get this balance where would you think it would be easier
2: Ooh, for me in holland i think because um with my last trip i really noticed that i find it hard to Get used to the slowness of how things work, <laughs> and um, it's just getting on my nerves. And I get irritated, and I get ah, this doesn't work. Ah, I hate this. Ah, and, and then it does, it's it's not good for my uh, zen. <laughs> um, yes, but maybe it's also because I there I'm not long enough there, so I'm I'm only there for like two weeks or a little bit more. And then in those two weeks, it's, it's just really annoying when it takes three days to get a permit to see my family, because then I only have 11 days or 10 days to see them. So, so maybe when you are there for a long time, you can just get used in the way of how it works, you know, but for those two weeks for me, It's terrible.
1: (laughs) You know, I'm with you there, and I was like that. I'm learning to chill, just calm down. It's the hardest thing. I I think you have to have a mind switch. Like, literally, I'm a city kid, and when I go out of town and it's a small village, when it gets dark, I start freaking out because... What's happening? It's only seven. Why are there no lights everywhere? Why are there no people? And everybody laughs at me. Yes. And the first day I will freak out totally, like, what's going on? And they do exactly what you do now. They laugh and they go, like, how? What's wrong with you? <laughs> but then the second day you're just like, okay, it's going to be weird. It's not going to consume you anything. Yeah. But it's going to be quiet.
2: Yeah. And quiet yeah. is scary.
1: But then quiet is also okay. really, really great. Yeah.
2: So yeah. Just, just finding that balance. Also what you you are saying with the cherry picking, like and be grateful for the things that I don't know what to say. Say it Straight in Dutch. But here, that you can overgeven that you really can land in the things that sometimes maybe yeah scare you or the things that irritate you or the things that, that are difficult. In those moments that you can find the things that are useful and that are where you are grateful. I think that's um, always the challenge of life, but also the excitement of life.
1: Yeah. Very well said. Very well. <laughs> uh, do you think there's anything I've left out that you probably want to talk about, or you want to talk about, or you want to raise?
2: Ooh. No, yeah, I don't know. I liked it. It was like a philosophical, philosophical, do you say it like that? <laughs> philosophical way of talking. Hmm.
1: <laughs> I, I see a glass of water. I have my coffee and my water. Yes, I have also. Cheers to you.
2: Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Also, pink blue. That's nice. Yes,
1: yes, 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 and uh, 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 cheers. Cheers. <laughs> mm. Mm. And that's why, for me, it's just a com- uh, a connection of human beings. So that's why I call it conversations. Because it's just conversation, and we don't get to do that a lot. And I'm glad that we we had a great conversation. Hopefully, it wasn't therapy. It didn't feel like therapy. It's yeah. Just
2: conversation. <laughs> yes, no, but it's it's uh, for me. It really I like it when to when you are trying to give, give words to the things that are in your mind. But it's a conversation, of course. But
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and your albums are called Mzungu and Toto. They're the current ones.
2: Yes. My first per- performance was Masai, my
1: hmm.
2: second Mzungu, and my third one,
1: okay. I'm so, seeing where yeah. that is going. This the, the the next one is gonna be very interesting and I can't wait to listen. Do you do you have an idea what the next project is going to be?
2: Ooh, yeah, well I want to make a documentary with footage of my family where they live of Goile and then I want to make crystal balls to make a, a kind of a f- film music kind of way that goes with the documentary footage. Yeah, it's, it's still not clear yet. <laughs> you were looking at me very like, hmm, okay. I can't yeah, I'm really.
1: excited, really excited, because that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're, you're fusing all part of you. Yeah. Great stuff.
2: Yeah, I think it could work.
1: It will work. It will work. Just yes. When and how?
2: It's already working.
1: Yes. So, Crystal Ball, <laughs> the family, what is the place called? I forgot. Ngoile. Ngoile.
2: Ngoile, yeah. Ngoyle. In the Gorongoro. They live in the Goro-ngoro reservation.
1: Okay, I can't say that word.
2: Ngoile, you don't know it. it.
1: Gorongoro. Yeah. Ngoile and Gorongoro. And yeah. It's gonna be a crystal ball documentary music fusion. Gonna be in there too, mixing it all together. When are you envisioning this to come to life? When? Yes.
2: I don't know. Maybe next year. Mm. But I have already. I now with my last visit, I made with my phone, like a uh, little footage, but but it's not really professional. So I was thinking, if I would go with a um, crew, mm. like a film crew, with one. Cameraman for example, then then maybe it would be already much more difficult to find the intimacy that I have with my family because there is a camera and to find this connection again Yeah, like there
1: That's a great project Oh, and this stuff that that you're wearing, what does it mean?
2: Oh, this is I got from my uh, sister's and this, this is for my, my rings are for my grandmothers in Holland.
1: So you, you, you're carrying your whole family heritage everywhere you
2: Yes, go. I have them all. Uh, <laughs> That's a me. very
1: Wakanda move.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Probably in closing, where do we find your music? Where do you want to send people? What do you want to tell people out here?
2: I have a website, linkenasserian.com. I'm recording Toto in English.
1: It would be nice, yes, <laughs> but personally I'd want you to record it in all your glory, in Dutch, in, in English, in, so in Swahili, yeah. in, in Masai, it would be really, really cool. That would
2: be nice, that would be perfect. Yeah. Then I have to improve my Swahili.
1: One of my favorite artists, Angelika Kijo, sang Malaika when she was still speaking French, and she improved mm-hmm. over time. Celine Dion sang English song when she was still speaking French. Yeah, that's true. And like you said before, music is a universal language. Give this stuff to the world and, yes. and then let people yes. enjoy. We need we need this stuff. We're crying for this stuff.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a difficult Yes. Of years.
2: This is nice. I feel um inspired.
1: I feel that I talking to you of
2: oh, I didn't ask you, what's your favorite food?
1: So, what, okay, let's say, let, let me let me put it this way. What's your favorite food in Holland, and what's your favorite food in Tanzania?
2: In Holland, I, I like, yeah, just in Europe, I think pizza, hmm. but that's really Italian, actually, so pizza's my favorite. In Tanzania, I always eat samuza. That's my, I like that the most. Samuza, and if I choose between meat, I go for chicken. But in Holland, I try not to eat meat, so, no, I try to eat vegetarian. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: But that's not possible, it doesn't
1: <laughs> no, 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 I mean, the, the animal is just standing there. Yes! It's <laughs> not of course, a, lot, a lot of sun, why do you want me to go, uh, you know? Eat yeah. grass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think health is really important, and even in this country. It's not rare, I mean like you walk to a vegetarian restaurant, but then you realize, we've always had a vegetarian restaurant. For us, it wasn't defined. Just and now yeah. people come and define. Oh, it's bigger No, but it's been there forever. And that's the beauty of being in, in Kenya, and especially in Nairobi, because we are totally mixed of everything. So yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Everything is possible. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, do you?
1: Good. Yeah. And in these days, I think um, we're discovering just being happy, being calm, living the life you want to live.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Be yourself. Okay, I don't know how to do that. I speak fake
1: (laughs) English, so I learned it on TV.
2: But it works. It's perfect. (laughs)
1: Hopefully. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So I I take it this will be uh, just one of the many conversations we're going to be having, especially I'm looking forward to all your new projects. And if you come around, uh, let me show you around. When I'm in uh, Nairobi,
2: I will definitely, um, I wanted to say I also want to go to Mombasa. but.
1: amazing. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, and the last question, the last question I asked for this, because otherwise this won't end. It's so much fun, yeah? What centers you at this point in your
2: life? I think also singing itself, because you are singing, is breathing with sound. <laughs> but then I need to, all the critical things that I have Then I have to throw that out. And then singing would be very centering. <laughs> mm.
1: Good but I'm not there
2: yet, but I'm I'm getting there.
1: Hmm. Uh, that question I asked again just for me because I needed you to reaffirm. I need to start writing every day again, at least yes. two or three poems. Yeah. yeah,
2: keep focus. Yeah, yeah. That's that's
1: yeah. why I asked that question. Like, okay, give me one thing I can hold on to as I go. <laughs> write, write, right, right,
2: right. Yes, right poetry. <laughs> every yeah. morning, first thing you do. And the big, mm-hmm. big
1: thing being an artist. It doesn't have to be one thing, it will be all those things. And I was so excited to listen to your ideas for the next project because it's all these things that you are.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So, anyway, so let me leave it at that. I've really had fun. Yeah.
2: It's really nice, yeah. yeah I had
1: fun and I've been meaning to talk to you for a while. And, and yes. now I'm so more excited about this. So,
2: yes, I'm really happy that uh, that today still worked, uh, worked it out. Trust. It will work out. (laughs) does? The other things.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Uh, So, on that very high note, uh, I want to thank you very much. You've been great. Yes,
2: thank you. Uh,
1: And I think this is why I do this. It's so much fun.
2: It's really nice. Yes, Uh, I liked it as well. It's better. Oh. Oh. I hear my, like my, I have a rehearsal now. So it's really good timing.
1: Yes. Spiritual. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> you say goodbye,
2: thanks so much. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Perfect.
1: Good stuff. So nice. <laughs> say nice. Bye bye. How do you say how do you say bye bye in Dutch? Do we? do we? Do we?
2: Do we? Yeah.
1: Do we okay. do. <laughs> bye bye. Have, have a good one. Bye run. bye. <laughs> bye Harry In me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.
1: Welcome.
0: You have just listened to one of the most joyful conversations I've ever had on podcast, on television, on film, on radio all this year's like coffee conversation. I assure you, this has been good company. And you know, conversation with Daniel Dua, the deal is to be in good company, great people doing awesome stuff and living their days and changing the world one bit at a time. I don't know what the most outstanding thing from the conversation that we just had. Let me know. In the meantime, thank you for joining me. And uh, until next time, if you can remember to pass by the, the bookstore, Daniel to books on Amazon. That's how you get supporters. Also, please share, like, you know, comment. And if you're on a podcast culture like Apple where you can leave reviews, please do that. I'd really appreciate that also i'd like to apologize because i'm recording this and life is happening so if it's not as clear i apologize in the meantime thanks for joining me go get the books some amazing stuff in the meantime thanks have a good one bye-bye until the next one